Come on, Giles. Dance, 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 dance. Yo, hey. Yo, ho. It's going to be the hit next time we go to Montreal. It might have to be. Oh, yeah. I can see Rich cutting the rug right now, dancing to this. <laughs> what are they saying? Dutch. Well, hello, folks. Turn it up. My name is Keep Alex Gomes. You are Charlie Hosey. And Max Verstappen is the 2021 Formula One world champion. Uh, there's an asterisk next to that. So Why? Tell me. Mercedes. You know what? <laughs> no, no, wait, wait. We sh- I, I we just sh- wanted to clarify. You can't start the program without the facts. All right, clarify your fact. We need to come back to it because there's two races we have to discuss. Yeah, I mean, Mercedes has uh, has pitched an objection to the FIA. I think they've even gone Are, above al- that. Already declined. The second one. Already declined. Uh, from what, what I saw. It's not what I've been hearing from all the, the uh, YouTubers. and. No? No. How old is your YouTube source? Today. Today? Uh, well, I have yet to read anything about them trying to protest after Sunday. Well, we'll see. I, I well, Let's uh, hold off on that. There's plenty to be said. Let's talk about yes. what led to the most memorable final race, certainly in... Kind of, not, I can't say in our lifetime, but in the no, but time since, frame that we've been paying attention. Yeah, since we've, we've right. been fans. All, yeah, this is yeah. definitely the most memorable finale Ridiculous. I can remember. Um, and the best one-two combo race I've ever seen. Formula One, let's, let's be real. This season alone has been awesome, yep. but seldom do you get two great races in a row in any season. Well, I feel like we've had like 10. <laughs> it um, seems like they just keep coming and coming and they coming. They do, yeah. And it's sad because it's all coming to an end. Well, it is end ended yeah it's well over. i mean it's i meant the end of an era with the uh with this uh you know the 13 what is it 13 inch tire going to yep. an 18 inch now we're going to 18 ground, inch effects, wheels, uh, ground effects uh restricted uh funds and everything else yep. i mean well no who knows Haas could be on top next year the restricted funds was already this year that was already oh, God, what a joke then yeah that's... we're also losing barge boards we're losing oh, right. a, a lot of like over the car arrow you know, it's just going away, and that's all going to be put under the car And the sheer size of now. it, the dimensions of it are going to be a little di- Footprint, I mean, is a little different. Um, still, or was that more I think of it's a... still two meters wide. I don't know if the length of the cars is going to be different for next I year. I thought it was shorter. But that might have been... I'm not sure. I remember when they posted the pictures, I think they were not being honest with the... Uh, they didn't have like the... No, the one picture you showed me yeah. was definitely doctored. Because like, <laughs> I noticed that the helmet of the 21 car and then the helmet right. of the 22 car, the helmet of the 22 car was way smaller. I'm like, well, the dude's heads are not going to be different sizes next year. They doctored this. It's smaller. You never know. It actually is going to be. Wow. Yeah. But then, I mean, so many changes. Kimi Raikkonen's not around anymore. No. Nope. No, nope. Valtteri Bottas already oh, already yeah. driving the Alpha because there's postseason testing right now. Oh wow, yep, he's sad. already done some laps in the Alpha. We're getting we're getting ahead. We're we're talking about the end. We got to talk about the beginning of this whole thing. Like nice. I said, we got two races, two races to discuss. Both of them have plenty of talking points that are well yeah, worth they going do. over. So we have to start with Saudi Arabia, and I think we can start right with start right the, at the beginning. Uh, I mean, the, yeah. Uh, what's to say? So Mercedes has been on a roll. Leading up to this race. Yes, they have been. Yep, Qatar They were was running easy. fast. Uh, Lewis and Botas started at one and two, so they had a lockout. Um, although there no, wasn't... No, they didn't. I thought did. uh, Verstappen started second. He did not, no. Because there was a... He was... Was he penalized? I know for a fact Verstappen started on three. 
for Saudi Arabia. Oh, uh, I thought it was too. <laughs> Not an, I don't know. It's so much crazy shit's happened in the last two weeks. So, but nonetheless, yeah. nonetheless, Mercedes got out ahead early. Like, well, we have so to go often. back and talk about qualifying because qualifying was spectacular. You yeah. remember? I, I don't remember other than the Charles Leclerc. Are you serious, crash. dude? I mean, so I, it was either Leclerc or I think it was Sainz went around to both Ferraris had problems with the rear end at some point before the race. Yes. Um, but qualifying was intense at Q3. Q3, we had Hamilton taking the early lead in Q3, and then Max went out. For his final run, did you not? Yes. Watch? Well, hold on. He, yeah, he bumped the wall, and that's right. why he didn't. That's why he wasn't on the front uh, front line. By the way, I thought he was no. in second place, and then he whacked the wall. But dude, did you watch that lap? That is impressive. I, I mean, I didn't. I think had that, the hair that track standing on my arm, dude. Watching that lap, it was so intense. He got so, especially the turn two wall. He like wiggled way out to the like inches yeah. away from it. I was like, holy hell! He's going through the high speed section of. of um, Sector three, just like so close to the walls, just yeah. Weird. I've we gotta say the the track is friggin' awesome. By the way, how many turns are on that track? Because there was well over twenty. 20. Because when when um that cra- was it twenty one twenty two is where everyone was kind of wiping out throughout that weekend, and that was was that sector three or is that that's further? definitely sector three. I, I yeah. want to say it was a twenty seven corner track. Now I'm trying. I didn't do my homework, but I've I've got to imagine that's got to be one of the most on a circuit. I, it might be the most. Yeah. I don't know of any that is close to 30, you know? Usually they're like 15, 17. Right. Well, they all know? kind of flow into each other. I mean, it's like, yeah, almost it like Tail of the Dragon. It's like, just one big snake. Uh, that's why it wasn't really... I didn't think it was going to be a good race. No one did, right? Nobody did. The track and, was like... And if it wasn't for finished. bullshit, really, it probably wouldn't have been the best race because it was a lot of but bullshit. But maybe that, the, the shittiness of the track led to the to that, that made it a good race? Well, um, I was talking to... Uh, Which, by the way, some people hate about Formula One, is that a lot of these races have been good because of uh, the drama. Sure. Right. And uh, I was talking to somebody on our Discord there, and uh, they were saying that they heard somebody say, like, oh, it was uh, uh, Jacques Villeneuve. Jacques Villeneuve, the 1997 F1 championship, said that this track is exactly like indoor karting. Good point. And they're right. With the walls, yeah. They're right. <laughs> so true. It's so thin, and it's just walls everywhere. That it seems track like the only position is is huge. Track position is key, and the only way to get around people Stick seems your nose to be to yeah, yeah throw people around. <laughs> oh, let's we don't even get into the bump. There was literally a bump and run at the end when Lewis hit Max, but uh, not much of a run was it? No. Just so a, all right, so if we're if we're talking about the key points of that race, yes. So we we start off, and I don't remember who took the lead initially. Was it Hamilton who took the lead? Yep. He stayed in first? He did. He stayed in first, but then Max, uh, like he always does, I don't remember what, I was around lap 10 or so, he, on that, uh, one of the first left-handers there, he sticks his nose in, and when you watch the replay, this is becoming a trend of his, and yeah. I, I understand it because looking at it, this is like what people do in karting, getting back to that. He's setting his car, his car up to essentially just block the corner from, in most cases, it's Lewis. Right. So it's it's interesting because he may not be leaving the track, but he's literally using his car as just a uh, a driving or a moving um, uh, barge. I mean, he's just literally like. Uh, well, he's doing the way I'm describing it makes it seem like it's legit clean racing, but he's he's not because he's not on the racing line. He's he's driving what they say dangerously, recklessly, whatever you want to call it. I don't agree with it. But I I love it. Well, so, <laughs> all right. So the first instance I can think. You remember of, what I'm talking about, right? When he when he cut him off and he ended up. 
uh, Lewis went around and around the uh, turn, and it was fine. He stayed in the lead. The F, uh, the stewards said it was fine. Right. You know, right. I mean? there was a point where they they, they both basically went off the track. Max kind of right. took a shortcut way, whereas yeah, it was Lewis like tried Brazil. his best. Correct. It was like Brazil. Uh, I would say not nearly as egregious as Brazil, but Max. I didn't had. think Brazil was egregious at all. That's what's funny. I to that I'm one. Surprised to me, you don't think that, dude. No, because it was a high speed turn, and it, he was able to hide it well. I mean, in these slower speed turns, he's literally just blocking. Where in that one, he. I thought that was more of a racing move in Brazil, where here in Saudi Arabia, I thought that was just a flat-out dick. I would never call Brazil a racing move. Really? Dude. No. No. If you did that to me in go-karts, dude, I want to beat the shit out of you. Yeah, right. Well, that's that's because, most importantly, the damage done, and let's face it, I, you know. But besides Re- that. Regardless. Yeah. So that was one incident. He did get penalized for that. That turn one where they both lost it went off track. In Saudi Arabia. In Saudi they Arabia. They did, yes. So he, he was got getting the penalty penalized. for that. Yep. But this is right around the time where... Like, the first third of the race looked like it was going to be pretty straightforward. straightforward. Yeah. With Max in the lead after that incident. And then uh, Schumacher puts it in the wall, right? The safety car comes out. So, if I remember correctly, I believe Max came into pit and then came out. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I believe it was Hamilton came into pit when the safety car came out, right? And Max stayed out. So now Max is screwed. But during the safety car, they were like, nah, red flag. So then they right. came in for the red flag. And that benefited um, uh, Mercedes. It benefited. No, 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 no. It benefited uh, Max because Max now gets oh, I'm a free, sorry, right, Max was a free change of tires right, right. while they're under red flag. Because one of the dumbest rules that I've ever heard of in Formula One is that you can touch, you can manipulate and do whatever you want to the car under a red flag condition, which doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense to me. You're not racing. There's no yeah. racing going on. Why would you allow modifications or tire changes or any adjustments? Well, I agree, during- but that would have changed the whole outcome of this season if that was a rule. Correct. So, um, Yeah, no, I don't disagree with you. Actually, I agree with you on that one. I think, not that this has been going on, but it's one of the things like going back to indoor karting. Remember when people used to intentionally wipe out or go in the those uh, the little red boxes or corners to stop the race yeah. to get everyone packed up yep. again. Yep. I mean, it's just interesting and funny kind of to see similar things happen in the highest level, Formula One. Well, I wouldn't call this a similar thing because no. Mick Schumacher didn't intentionally no, didn't. throw the car into the wall at 100 and some miles an hour. No, but you could you could easily, if you wanted to, you could, you could do it. I mean, I think that's why Max drives the way he does. He knows... You know, that he's going to benefit from. Well, Max could drive that way because he was the points leader at the time. And if they both wrecked, well, he still has his lead. He came out and said that. Yeah. Right. Right. So that happens. And then they go and say that uh, because now we're under red flag conditions, Max, you have two options. You can either take a, um, I forget what the options were, but the option that he took was that they told him, look, you can go and start the restart in third place rather than first or rather than taking a five second penalty whatever it was going to be and they were like okay so he starts from third well are you thinking about when they offered him uh it would be ocon uh lewis max yes remember that that's yeah when the stewards were like well which by the way that that leads me to think is there another form of racing where stewards literally call up you know engineers and whatnot managers and say we're gonna offer you this it's just very strange was, the way formula yeah, one does it it was very, very strange how the rule wasn't a rule they gave him a choice it's kind of weird yeah seems like formula odd. one definitely this season has been leaning towards 
hey, whatever is going to make people excited, right? <laughs> I don't. I don't even know if it's excited. I think my opinion on this year is that it's been such a wild year because for the first time in Michael Massey's career of him being the director, there's actually been a real challenge from two competitors to win the championship. Yeah, and they're both going at it real hard to the point where they're you know there's scenarios coming up in the races that they never intended for. I think previously, the race director and everybody from the FIA showed up to every Formula One race and was like, all right, you guys ready to watch another Lewis Hamilton show? They were just ready to watch another, you know, one car drive away. Ah, we made our money. Let's go to the next place. But now they're, you know, Charlie Whiting, he's gone. Rest his soul. And now it's Michael Massey. And now Michael Massey just so happens to be the race director during, like, the nuttiest, closest Formula One season since 1974 1974 is the last time and the only other time where going into the last race the leaders were tied wow it's only happened one other time yeah i mean it mathematically with all the extra points for fast slap and everything it seems very unlikely you know right exactly with it with everything considered with the with the friggin' half points at spa and shit like that i know that's a good you point know? too yeah yeah you and know? then some of the uh dnfs right didn't like max have that remember where his tire exploded yep. would have won the race and yep. then lewis also with his brake magic went flying off same race i mean there's yep. oh sorry <laughs> no, no 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 you're right in saying it but, but true, it was yeah. the same it race. was you're right yeah. it was the same race um so yeah all right so they restart, and when they restart, Max gets an amazing launch, goes all the way from yeah. third down the inside. That was what the f- was Ocon doing though? What do you mean? So he kind of, in my opinion, allowed Max to scoot by because Lewis was busy fending him off. And I mean, I know it's a race, but it's like well, Lewis was busy passing Ocon, and then all of a sudden Max introduced himself. They both had to go. Whoa. Yeah, and then I think Lewis did smack into Ocon a little bit. So once again, Verstappen takes the lead. And it's Hamilton second. Now I might be getting my series of events wrong because there was more one more red flag where No, you of, you're right, you're leading right up to it. Yeah, so all the midfield guys all of a sudden all wreck into each other and including Checo Perez. It was because Checo got checked somehow from behind, yep. spun around and caused who was it to go into the back of who? So there was a I feel like one of the Ferraris rounded um Checo and then yeah, it Charles, was Nikita uh, Nikita no, Carlos Maz- size. Uh, okay, clipped him in the back. Yep. But then who was there? Was a big accident. Mazap- Mazapin ran at the That's back right. of Russell, I believe. Yep. 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 And ended both of their days. I'm sh- I'm pretty sure. So both houses were out yeah. early. Now, another red flag because of all the debris and shit that that caused. Right. So now you're at your second start. Now we're the at third the third standing start, technically. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Third third standing start. You are correct. So then we get going again. Still Max in the lead and Lewis second, but. About five laps into that run, Lewis is now catching Max and going down the main straight. Here comes Lewis around the outside. They both go into that corner. Once again, Max doesn't leave Lewis any room, shoves him off the track, and... Gets penalized, right? Well, here's the thing. Thought he got a five-second. No, 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 no. This, this is the point where they told Max, give the position back. Oh, right. Of and course, coming yeah. coming around sector the three toward, part, yeah. towards the last corner there. And that's when they tell Max, give the place back. They didn't tell Lewis yet. At least that's what I understand from all the radio calls that happened at the time. They didn't tell Lewis. And Max is backing off to let Lewis by. Lewis is backing off as well because he doesn't want to be the first one to the DRS detection zone. And this is something Hamilton's actually pretty familiar with. I've seen a clip from Canada 2013, right? You know where the hairpin is, where we used to sit? Mm, yep, okay. All right. There's the chicane before the hairpin, mm-hmm. right? The detection zone 
for the DRS at Canada is basically like behind our grandstand leading up to the So this uh, is something hairpin. I don't ever pay attention to, the detection yeah. zone. It's the, interesting. You the always detection think of line, just the area where nope. they deploy it. No, nope, no, no. The detection line is different from the DRS zone. Okay, so then so then yeah. So Max was just slowing up to yeah. get to so that way uh Lewis went through the, No, wait. What? Max is slowing up because he has to give the position back, right? Right. His his uh, race engineer even told him, like, all right, do it strategically. Oh, I got you. So he would have DRS. So Max would have DRS right. if Lewis were to pass at that right. point. So that's but why Lewis is aware dirty. of this. Whether or not whether or not he even knows about the penalty yet, Lewis is thinking, like, oh, he's trying to pull tricks. So they both slow down sure. to, like, probably 100 miles an hour, right. which is ridiculous. Extremely slow for them. Yeah. Extremely slow at a 200-mile-per-hour part of the circuit. Right. And then there's miscommunication between the both of them, and then they freaking smack into each other and everybody's like what the hell was right. that right oh, when it was just strategy games it was there was definitely no he did not mean to hit him no nobody meant to nah, hit some anybody. people you read the comments oh he break he didn't well, break check him to hit, i don't the one thing the fia proved was that at the time of impact max did put uh 2.6 g's worth of deceleration okay but could that happen just from downshifting no no the down the downshifting upshifting in a formula one car is instant yeah, there's, so there's no um, there is parasitic no, loss. There's no, like, yeah, it's no, not going to... No, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, Max is reckless. What can I say? But also, I thought that was Here's, smart, what, here's what I think happened. Max slows down. Hamilton slows down. Max is slows like, down more. go around me, dude. And Hamilton's like, I'm not going around you, dude. And then Max got, like, all f***ing, like, you know, what the f***? And, and, and probably did go, like, well, fine, blink, and, and did a little brake check. But it's also, like, I think both of them were idiots, to be honest with you. You go, you go around a slow car, especially one that's going half the speed. You just go, right? You just take it. So remember, weren't we talking? To, maybe I was talking to Ismar about this, but like, when in doubt, what does a racer do? You put your foot in it and go around. You know yeah. what I mean? You usually uh, beg for forgiveness after. You know what I mean? So even if it's a yellow flag, half the time you're not slowing to the forty percent or whatever the hell they need to. You know. <laughs> so yeah. I think you're right, but nonetheless. And then, and then Max is, is Max sped is a off dummy. immediately after that. But right, he right. didn't get penalized for that, right? It wasn't for that. I don't believe he uh, or did he? Yeah, because they made him so give we got the a, position. We back. got like a ten second penalty for that, or no? Had to give it back. He got a ten second penalty for that after the race ended. But it didn't, right, it so didn't it didn't matter because Lewis, and that was nice no. that Lewis got him back in the end. The old fashioned well, here's, way. Here's the thing. So Lewis, God, there's so much to unpack. They, this. they <laughs> still Max still had to give the position back, right? So he did. But remember Max instantly in the same corner? Got went, it right back. And went yeah. right back and got it. Because didn't he gave him the position back on, did he He gave him the inside? Is it Was that it? And then just passed him on the outside back through that yeah. very next turn? Yeah. So he gave <clears throat> he gave Lewis the inside. Lewis took the inside, lined up for the track in. Yeah. Or the turn in. But he had two tight. But Max, Max was just like, I'll take it right back and just took it right back. And then they go down the straightaway. And I'm not sure if they took it then. They, they didn't because what ended up happening was probably like five laps later. You have to remember that. Max is now on, on his tires for a very long time. So Max's tires eventually fail. And like with five laps to go. Yeah, roughly, he fell way off the pace. Right? He fell way off the pace. Lewis ends up taking the lead. And there was he, this. He did pass him though. Clean he, and square. No, so, no. Here's the thing. When he did pass him, Lewis went way wide on turn in and actually technically did run Max Verstappen off the track over the white lines. Yeah, I saw they, that, right. It's kind of like tit in. for tat, yeah. It was kind of tit for tat, technically moving another driver off the road, but they never did anything about it, but it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Because... Yeah, but hold on. See, this is the problem, though, and I'm curious your take on it, and this yep. happens all the time. Yep. 
you, so you said you'd get mad if I did it to you. But at what point does one driver have that racing line and own it where it's your responsibility now? And I'm just saying hypothetical or the uh, you know proverbial you. What point do you have to back off and give up that concede that corner? I would say. I mean, don't you think that's that's what racing is? It's always follow in. You either one guy's going to be ahead or behind. It's almost like that uh, three quarter rule, you know. I mean, well, if, there's there's I, the three quarter rule that we've been taught in karting, but it right. makes sense in karting because we don't have mirrors. We talked about this last time. Yeah, there's no mirrors in karting, so I understand where you get to a certain point where the inside guy or the guy on the racing line in the lead now has the corner. The rear guy should get out of the way. Right. They have mirrors in the cars. Now, I think in Formula One, it should be the opposite way around, where if you're a quarter, maybe just a little bit more than a quarter, you still have the right to be there. I really, really, and I've said it before in the podcast, I'm repeating myself, I apologize, but I really, really, really hate how in Formula One, and it's not just with Max You Lewis, think you own it, right? It's, it's an argument every week where it's like, well... He was ahead at the apex, so he has the corner. Well, what does that mean for the other guy? Does it just mean like, oh, well, he doesn't fucking exist anymore and just let him, you know, he has to now run wide off the track because it's his corner now, the other guy's corner? I hate that well, shit. Well, wait, though. You can't have it both ways because you were just saying you hate the fact that someone's hate r- driving you off the road, but, yep. you, but you're also now saying you hate the opposite of that where that's what I'm mean, saying that's what I'm saying so, so what, yeah, what are you saying let, let's <laughs> let's say in an instance we have a guy that's ahead by let's say he's halfway ahead at the yeah. apex right in formula 1 theory let's say that we're going yeah. this way right in formula 1 racing etiquette theory the way everybody likes to talk about it and think about it this inside guy that now has half a car up on the apex has all the racetrack now it's his racetrack he can go wherever he wants while yeah. the outside guy, I've never, I've never got an answer about what the outside guy is supposed to do. The outside guy is evidently supposed to be like, "Oh, you got me," and just go. Ugh. But it doesn't always work out that way because, I mean, That's a perfect, a gonna, perfect yeah, example, get, right? Perfect example was in this week's race where lap one, they're going into the first of the back stretch, the back straights there, into that left right chicane, and Max is way back. But what does he do? He does a wicked dive bomb. Into the first corner. Yes. He parks it on the apex, Bullshit. like almost perpendicular to the way you're supposed to be. He blocked the track. And then and then just, and Lewis is here, right? Right. And then Max drove all the way. To the end of the track, to, to the, the white line. To the white line, with Lewis still there. So, and I've even, I, yeah, so I listened you... to the BBC's podcast about yeah. this, and it was Julian Palmer that was one of the analysts for it. And I, I love Julian Palmer. I think he's one of the best analysts that I've ever heard analyze Formula One racing. He was even like, well, I didn't have a problem with that because he was ahead at the apex and he didn't go off track. But it's like, okay, so what was Hamilton supposed to do while he was still halfway up in the middle of the corner? Was he just supposed yeah, to Yeah, so what like, if there was a wall there, right? It would be a crash. Exactly. And that's, but there isn't. So. so I think then you notice, though, I guess what I'm getting at is it's, it depends. It seems like drivers, at least in this case, Lewis and Max, will, would have only done that if there's no wall there. They're certainly not going to do that. To, you no. know, to risk ending both of their race. Right. Right. I mean, technically. So remember I joked uh, saying, put sand back, you know, put, but I mean, I don't, that's not going to really help though, is it? Because all it's going to do is I, Lewis I, I think, it, I think it's beyond the obstacles that are outside of the track. I think it really is just an etiquette thing. And maybe, maybe they can't see through the mirrors too well. Dude, this, they, they you do know say what? that they're not I, that great. Not, here's the problem. Even though they can see the cars are too big. They're too yeah, long. They are big. These turns, I mean, they, they're the size of, they keep saying it is suburban. Yeah, 
I'm not joking. Yeah, That's yeah. what it is. And it's like, I think we've just gotten to a point now where they're they're just too big. And the tracks are just not... They're getting better, like uh, Abu Dhabi. You know what yeah, I mean. No, has a little bit better, and I think that's better, yeah. why it was a little smoother. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. You're right. I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is because I don't disagree with you, but I don't think there's a way around it. I think it's. I think it's here it, to stay. It's going to take a change in race direction from F1, with, and I mean like my, Michael Massey gone. <laughs> Yeah, but so what are you implying? So you're saying in that particular situation where we've skipped ahead now to Abu Dhabi when they're we in have. that turn, well, very basi- first basically turn. to wrap up Saudi Arabia, Lewis wins. Max is behind by like ten seconds. He gets another yeah. ten second penalty, but it doesn't and matter. Things are looking good for for Lewis. Well, things are looking good for kind of both of them because Max. Can we is- talk about real quick though that amazing drag race between Ocon and uh, Botas? Botas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah, see yeah. that often in Formula One, like no. NASCAR style. You yeah, know what I mean? To the like, end of the line. That was yeah. cool. And you knew who was going to win that, obviously, right? With power. Well, on- yeah, but I mean, we had that race, what was it, two years ago with Gasly and Hamilton at Brazil? Remember that? They're coming up the hill, and Gasly actually kept the lead. It was second place, but he mm, kept the lead on Hamilton. Faintly. It was a good one. It was a very good one. Yeah, I'm surprised they could But hang. it reminded me just like that. And then there was Baku in 2017 where Valtteri did the same thing to Lance Stroll before Williams sucked. Remember Lance Stroll actually got a podium at Baku? <laughs> yeah, that that was uh, that probably never happened again. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Who knows? The Aston could be killing next year. So, yeah, to wrap it up, Hamilton wins. Max Verstappen second. They are tied, literally tied, going into the last race. And a lot of people talked about it like, it's possible they could be tied going into the last And it actually happened, which is incredible. So now we go into Yeah, who won fastest lap of that race? I don't even remember. In that one, Hamilton. Hamilton got fastest lap. He had a lot of clean air. So at the end, he had a lot of clean air, but he also had older, hard tires. Still made it work. Yeah. Hell of a drive. Can't, with, with with a broken front wing, he got the he got the fastest lap after his crash with uh, Max. So yeah, you're right. That was drive. interesting, right? Because when you watch the replay, you see an explosion of carbon fiber. But I yet, know, but it wasn't that much. But who? Maybe it came. I don't know. Maybe it was like paint or superficial stuff. Because it uh, didn't. I think do, it was just that that bit of the end plate. It just splintered in all sorts of pieces. Little, but, it was, uh, but it was just a little bit. Yeah. This episode of the Formula Hooligan Podcast is brought to you by Newport Propane. Wait, wait. Now, Alex, does anyone even use propane anymore? Do you live under a rock, Charles? Well, I know you can grill with it. Uh Uh-huh. But can you cook on the stove with it? Yes. Heat the house with it? Of course. Warm up the pool? Mm Mm-hmm. Fuel my flamethrower so I can melt snow with it? All right, slow down, Charles. What about when the lights go out? A propane generator will do you right. Okay, okay. So who would I talk to if I want propane in my house? Newport Propane, of course. They've been family-owned and operated for over 60 years now, so I'd say they know a thing or two about propane installation and delivery. Not to mention, they'll come out and give you a free estimate on any propane systems you're thinking about adding to your home. Sounds good to me. How do I get in touch with them? You can call them at 401-847-6878 or visit them online at newportpropane.com. That's 401-847-6878 or newportpropane.com. Newport Propane, proudly serving the Rhode Island area for over 60 years. Yeah, crazy race. Anyway. Yeah, it was a good race. Going to Abu Dhabi, we have... uh, Max Verstappen takes the pole, which surprises a lot uh, of people. Which that, to me, was an awesome qualifying because Mercedes had an opportunity to match um, what Red Bull did, but they didn't do the team game. I don't understand why they didn't copy what Perez yeah. and um, and Max did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, That's that right. was awesome. Did yep. you see what was the 
didn't wasn't the time difference that they gained by doing that? Wasn't it like about four tenths of a second? It was close to it with yeah. the uh, draft or whatever. Yeah, you it was. Call it. it was over three tenths, I believe. That it's Max amazing. had a better had a better lap. I'm really surprised because like that happened kind of early on in the qualifying session, and when Hamilton went out for his lap with Valtteri, Hamilton took the lead and just went off without Valtteri. Yeah. Like they didn't even attempt it. They were like, "Nah, think, we're not going to try that." If anything, Mercedes. You know, after seven championships, I think was just a little bit, I don't want to call it, say arrogant, but they just, you know. I don't know. It just seemed like a weird. Maybe bad luck. Right word, Bob. I don't know. It just seemed like a weird decision to me. But regardless, Max gets first, Hamilton second, Lando third. That was pretty cool. Lando got third place for a qualifying. Yeah, sneakily. It was cool. Yeah. But key moment, though, is uh, Q2, Max. Right. He, yes. He, didn't he flat spot? A medium and then went to the reds, uh, went yes. to the softs, yeah, he, and that's what ended up causing him to start the race on the right. reds, which you're looking back on it now, though, it kind of helped him, right? Because he was able to take turn one, not legally, I mean, but... <laughs> no, he didn't take turn one. Yeah, you're right, I guess, he got a shitty Lewis, start. He did get a shitty start, but that was not the tire. That's just something else. I don't know. He's got to play with the paddles his, a little more. <laughs> his starts have been very much on or off. He doesn't seem to have like a regular start. He has amazing starts and then like shit True. starts. I don't know what's up. I honestly, Matt, I mean, Lewis just seems like he always has a good start. When was the last time you saw him have a bad one? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yep, they're usually Never. pretty good. Lewis, a better driver. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we already talked about the turn five, six incident that we were talking yeah, about there one. where he parked. And, like, here's the thing, dude. Like, the last few races have made me a little bit disappointed in Max Verstappen. Oh, yeah. I've been Bull. saying this for a while, and I honestly just kind of guessed on it. I never really knew Max was going to be almost like a villain, but he's become a bit of a douchebag. Let's just come on and say On it. track, anyway. Yeah. He's the guy that, if you or I were out there driving with, like, you'd want to just punt his yeah. ass into outer space. Yep. And I've been a Max fan for a long time. A Max fan all year, rooting for him, That's loving fine. this yeah. season. But, like... It, Saudi, Brazil, we saw a taste of it with them both running wide, and then it's Saudi when he just he gives no quarter when a guy guys beside him was also just like, eh. and then he did that very first thing first lap, and I was like, what the hell? And like at that point, dude, even though I'm a Max fan, I was like, I don't care who wins this championship. Both you know, if if Hamilton takes it, I'll be happy. If Max takes it. I'll be happy, I guess. Maybe, you know? though, you ever think it's just that's what it takes to beat Mercedes? Because, you know, well, you yeah. heard so, Christian Horner say it, Mercedes is the faster car. Right, so everything no that doubt. everything that Max has been doing over the last two or three races, to me, just looks like desperation. Yeah. Like, like this is what I have to do to keep them behind me. And it hasn't worked so far. Like, when they both ran a ride at Brazil, Lewis took the because lead anyway and won. statistically, I don't think it does, right? When you make moves out of desperation, typically you don't get the best outcome. No, you need a lot of luck. I mean, he had, dude, he had a shit ton of luck. If it wasn't for fucking, oh, we're skipping all the way to the end now, but. You are. Um, I'm thinking of where aggression <clears throat> has worked is with uh, Ayrton Senna, 1989. And Schumacher in the very beginning, too. Wasn't that Schumacher how he. Uh, in the very beginning. He was a dickwad, yep. too. Yep. <laughs> I mean, Pimmery people uh, fucking hated him. He was an This ass. goes back to our conversation that we've had before about how, like, Lewis is a seven time champion and none of his championships are, are controversial. They're not. He's Wait, always who, been Lewis's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right. always just been a straight up good driver, got the most points over the season. And people have always bl- blamed it on we're the Mercedes. He's right. Got the they best they car. pull that card. You can't shit. win. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Exactly, exactly. But Schumacher, he's got his controversies. Oh hell yeah. Sh- uh, Senna, he's got his controversies. I mean, they all got their You can kind of say that even like Prost somewhat has a controversy because 
in uh oh no i'm sorry um japan 1990 is when um Ayrton senna took out uh what about hunt remember uh hunt was, you could uh, hunt he you could few. say his his uh championship was controversial because there was I mean, two the races movie made, sure made it seem controversial i, I don't yeah know but if beyond if you're just country. looking at statistics there's two races that nikki lauda didn't participate in and if Nikki Lauda did participate in those two, won. yeah, he probably would have won yeah. the championship. There's there's a lot of guys that are considered the greats have their controversies, but Hamilton doesn't. Dude, and just not to switch uh, um, disciplines here, but I mean Dale Earnhardt. Oh yeah, same exact same exact thing. Oh, yeah. I mean he was he's, pretty much an asshole. Yeah, he's taking guys out to track, win races. but yet people cried when he died. And I mean. Well, that's a bad example. I mean, it has well, nothing the, to do with how he the, is on the track. The thing is, but is that if you can do you that and saying. be successful, it is popular. People love it. They do. Look at the Max Verstappen Orange Army. People, people fucking love it. People like Darth Vader too. <laughs> oh, that one. But um, so well, yeah, actually, right. yeah, that's if we're continuing on the race at Abu Dhabi. That happens in the beginning where they had a little tussle. They get ahead. Uh, well, Hamilton cuts the course. Right. Yeah, he's forced. He's forced to cut the course, but I thought I thought he took a pretty good liberty cutting a lot of the course to oh, get back did on it. track. He did it good, but they claimed he did it good. The stewards said he didn't gain an advantage doing it. Well, the stewards claimed that he gave back the advantage. It was told to give back the advantage. Oh, so he let off. Did, which I've never, ever, 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 ever heard of that being a rule in Formula One where they tell you to give back some advantage. It's usually just straight up penalties. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It reminded me very much of cutting the course in iRacing. That's what it was like. Oh, yeah, 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 where you, know? you got the time thing. Yeah, you yeah, got 30 you seconds to get back half a second. That type yeah. of thing. It was like, I what? Wish. And that's 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 what uh, Red Bull kept crying to Michael Massey about. Michael Massey was like, we told him to give the advantage back, and he already has. And, we, and Red Bull guys were like, we don't know what you're talking about. We haven't seen it, but okay. You know, yeah. and they just kept going. So, so strange. Uh, you know, as you're talking about this, you, you know what Formula One, this is not a dig, but Formula One this season is kind of reminding me of. It's like when I was a kid, I used to watch WWE. Or WWF back then. Yep. yep. And I don't mean to say that this is all fake. It's not. But by God, it almost seems scripted. Like everything that happened towards the end of the season, it just doesn't seem believable. You know? Well, yeah. A tie going into the last race. Yeah, but just everything, the way it's unfolded, it's almost like everyone's all in, you know, cahoots to make this all just the most dramatic. Because let's be honest, like uh, next season on uh, Netflix is probably going to kill. It's going to bring oh, yeah. in a million more viewers. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, the season, this the race season already has. You saw the crowd at USA at, for, for uh, Austin. Yeah. Nuts. Nuts. 400,000 people over the weekend. And By God, Incredible. we can't even get to a race. We got to go next year somewhere. I know. Um, but, yeah, this was a first for me. The season was so exciting. I got my girlfriend to watch a race. Yep. I got my mom to watch the uh, the final race. Nice. Uh, I mean, this is huge stuff, you know? People yeah, it's that... becoming a big thing around here, which is exciting. Yeah, which is it's, it's nice because I think it should get its due. Um, yep. But when people watch it, you know what's funny? I think they, they realize how refreshing it is compared to American sports. Yeah. The diversity of it. Just You have people representing from every country in yep. the world. It must be amazing um, to watch an event without any ads. That like, and then also hell. what's cool too is you know people that are not really fans of even motorsports are like holy shit they're in like you know uh, the Middle East or they're in uh, Monaco they're yeah, in yeah. like people that aren't up on this stuff I don't think they realize the extravagantness of all of this you know what I mean that yeah. the traveling circus of Formula One is and that's yeah. why I gravitate towards Formula One over IndyCar anyway it's yeah just, to me it's like well yeah everything is on a world stage and it yeah. mean, like everything means so much. 
that's what's so yeah, fun exactly. about it. Yeah, exactly. There's so much money put into it and that then the pressure of it all. And I think that's what's uh this the final race has been a culmination of that. That's why you see so much fighting and bickering. And what once again, what other form of motorsport can guys call up the stewards and be like, Whoa I don't know. Like Toto, I, you so, know, begging and it just, just seems so bizarre, doesn't it? I don't know and I'm curious to s- it must happen elsewhere. I know, like in NASCAR, Tennis, I think like NASCAR maybe? can talk to crew chiefs and teams. Right. I don't know if the teams can talk back to NASCAR, but they've only just started. It was only halfway through this season where they started showing uh, communications between right. the FIA, yeah. and the teams. Seems odd. Or Michael Massey, anyway. Right. And yeah, it's made for some freaking I hilarious uh, commentary. Hilarious, like but also total. quite whiny. Like really whiny, especially this race. Okay, but hold on. Maybe I'm a, I'm sure I'm not the only one guilty of this. But during any race that you're taking part of, I if when if I was to like watch myself back, I'm sure I'd say to myself, "What a whiny bitch." You know? <laughs> yeah. Like when you're racing, that's just how it is. You know? Yeah. Emotions run. Shaking your hands and yeah, you're whining and what the hell? It's always complaining. Toto slaps his headphones into the ground. Yeah. He, he's got, yeah. His pout on his face and he's just smashing them. Yeah, I'm scared of him. He looks like the fucking Terminator, dude. Yeah, dude's like he's a big guy, man. Like that. Talks yeah. like Arnold and yep, it's built like him too. Anyway, we're getting away from the race. Yeah. So the next notable thing that happened in the race is that they go for like I don't know, 10, 15, 20 laps. It's just normal running where Lewis is ahead, yeah, Max not is much in second. Going on. Not much going on. But now we get the pit stops. So Lewis comes First in, one, does yep. his pit stop. Max comes in, does his pit stop, but is also is still like. I think it was like 11 or 10 seconds yeah, like behind. 14 seconds or something. They yeah. didn't pit Sergio, though. They left Sergio out with oh, the intent. Right. This was the big, yeah. Right, with the intent for Hamilton to catch him and then Checo and Checo, block, 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 block. And my God, did he do a fan-fucking-tastic He's job. a great driver, isn't he? Great driver for two straight laps. He held up Hamilton and brought the get. When, when Hamilton finally passed, right? Yeah. And Checo, not only did Checo let his teammate pass, he let him draft him. Once he was done battling Hamilton, I know, and then pulled out of the way for Max to take it, the, yeah, and then it was it was amazing. literally down to one point five seconds between Hamilton. That and Max. Took, that was probably when you say the true racing highlight of the of the well, race. yeah, and, and the racing, that was real racing, right? And the racing that no happened, bullshit. no bullshit. The racing that happened between Hamilton and Checo was amazing, just beautiful. Yeah, it really there was. was nobody running anybody off track. You know, the the closest time it happened was when. Uh, Hamilton got him through the chicane, but then they go down the next long straightaway, and uh, Checo had the DRS and went inside of Hamilton, and Hamilton almost ran him four wheels over the white line on the inside, yeah. and then Checo took it back. I, but b- beyond that, it, that was beautiful I watch, watch that. because I need legal. to watch that sequence again. You know what's funny? I watched the, uh, the highlights of the race prior to this, and they don't even show that on there. Which just what? goes... No, I know. That's the point. It just goes to show you that like highlights... Uh, they're geared towards the non-casual. I mean, geared towards the casual fan rather, because casual fans. I don't know. I think I think just want to see crashes and red flags. Like, but that was just incredible. That was, was probably. Good stuff. Why can't Real Max drive like that? Because Max has got that. Uh, I don't know what you would call it. It's but a, it's not that Max. He's, he's obviously, just, Max is extremely talented and he's extremely fast. He's faster than Checo. But I just wish he had a little bit more class out there. Sure. A little bit more respect for guys yeah. that are beside him. Because I feel like Lewis, outside of maybe was it uh, Silverstone, he's pretty uh, pretty honest guy out there. Yeah, usually. Well, remember in Silverstone, even though they did wreck, he Hamilton technically did get a ten second penalty, but it didn't matter. He gapped everybody. That he 10 almost killed more. him. Yeah, 
<laughs> almost killed. A lot of people have the uh, the theory that this year Max has been so aggressive because of Lewis at that moment. He's like, oh, that's how we're gonna play this game. All you right. know what? Then <laughs> that okay, I respect that. Yeah, come on, say it though. You know, but um, yeah. So anyway, Checo. So yeah, you you got to give props to him. He yeah. would not. Uh, Daniel Ricardo wouldn't have done that probably. No. Well, Daniel Ricardo. You have to remember, Daniel Ricardo was the last real competent second driver. At right. Red Bull. You can't even call him a second driver. They were on even terms before. You know, it wasn't like one or one of the other was the top driver. Right, right. So once that happens, now we have a race. Once again, it's Max and Lewis that are real close to each other. But I gotta say, as brilliant as Checo did defending, you know, they bring in Checo eventually, and then it just kind of the race just progressed kind of normally. It was just like still Lewis, looked like Lewis's race. Actually, because he kept pulling away, didn't he? Yeah, he kept pulling away. Max had nothing in response, just absolutely nothing. And it's not like they they ran the Red Bulls for a, for quite some time on the uh, soft tire. And like I remember, I was I was on the Discord talking to people watching the race at the same time, and some people were like, "Why didn't they put Max on the mediums? Why wouldn't they do that?" And it's like, well, he flat spotted the right. mediums the day before, so he only has the hards. That's the only the only strategy Softs he has. Hard. Yeah. So, but he lucked out again. Well, this is what happened. So I just watched it back like before I got here to do this. And at the around six laps to go, Latifi throws it in the wall, right? And yeah. causes a safety car. At the time of safety car, Lewis was ahead by like 11 and a half to 12 seconds. All right. My biggest confusion in that moment was the safety car comes out. Hamilton's like under the hotel leading to the straightaway where he could come into pit, but he didn't. And I was like, what are you doing? You know? And here's here's what here's the theory that plays out in my head. So at that moment, nobody knows if they're going to go back racing, right? There is a chance that um, we stay under yellow. And they would have the ended the race that way? They would have just ended the race that way. Yep. So yeah, in, that, in that respect, that's probably what they it's, a good, it's a good reason to not bring Hamilton in. But it is six laps to go, a one-car crash. It usually doesn't take six laps to clean up one car. But are you saying there was definitely not time for uh, Mercedes to react quick well, enough? Well, here's the thing. Like, if, when if, they pulled Max in, if Mercedes had quickly said, Lewis, get in, get in. You're saying, well, Lewis would have to be the first one to respond, not Max. That's right, because then Max would have been first out, right? Here's the thing. In in any yellow flag situation in any motorsport... Yeah, you can't pass. You can't, you can't pass. Let me finish my Sorry. <laughs> yes, you can't pass. But in any motorsport situation that involves the yellow flags or safety cars safety cars you always do opposite of the leader that's usually the protocol right so if hamilton came into pit chances are max stays out so now max stays out and he's the one on 25 to 30 lap old hard tires if they go green right right but Hamilton would now have the fresh tires. He'd probably put them on the soft tire because you're just going to go around for the next four laps slow. You know what I mean? And that would have advantaged Hamilton. But they didn't do that. They elected to stay out. And Max did the opposite of the leader and came in, got his soft tires, never lost any position because they're under safety cars, so nobody's going to pass them really. Right. And here's where, here's where the bullshit starts. All right? Pretty early on in the safety car period, and it's so funny because I was just watching this. The, like for the next two or three minutes, the commentators keep saying like, and they're going to let the lapped cars through and that's going to bring Max right up to Lewis. And oh my gosh, this changes the entire balance of the race. But, and they they were talking about that for like a good two minutes. 
And then wouldn't you know it, a few seconds later, a message comes on the top of the screen and says that they're not going to allow lapped cars to pass. So everybody's confused. And dude, I've never watched F1 and paid attention well enough to where I've ever noticed a safety car period where the lap cars didn't get let through. They always get let through. Every race I've ever watched, you know what I mean? They always get let through the, through the safety car period. So everybody's kind of like, what? What does this mean? And Crofty was even saying like, well, the rules say that the uh, FIA may, in quotes, let cars through. They don't have to let cars through. So maybe that's the... You know, maybe that's the semantics in it that they can get away with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, interesting. But the real argument was the fact they didn't let all of them through. They only let the the front runners through. So now now Red Bull and Max are bitchy. They're like, you know, Max is like, are they going to let the lap cars through? And his race engineer is like, no. And Max is like, of course. And even his engineer was like, yeah, it's classic, isn't it? He literally said that. It's classic. Yeah, classic. F1 so now it still seems like Hamilton's going to win this because there's like five cars in between him and Max. And there's now getting to the point where there's like two laps left. Right. So now it's two laps left and they're going to go green. I don't even know if they announced it. They did announce it. Well, actually, I figured out this week. The lights on top of the safety car go solid when it's oh. one lap to go. I never knew that. Wait, you mean before they go green? Before they go green. So when they cross the line and they're going to, the safety car is going to come in at the end of that lap. The lights on top of the safety car just go solid and solidify. So as they're coming down the second of the two back straights on the lap that they're going to go green, all of a sudden a message comes through saying cars 14, 5, 3, like all the cars that are ahead of Max can now pass the safety car, but nobody behind Max. So now they're like, oh, okay, well, we'll let the lap cars through that are in between the leaders, and that's it. And that's this is the decision that a lot of people are sour about you know what i mean it it seems like this is plenty of people are saying that the championship got handed to max because of this decision and shit like that but i'm not wrong i'll get back i'll get back to that thought later because i i have a little bit more commentary on that so now they're coming to you know the safety car is coming in so the safety car screws screws off like it does it goes super fast and while hamilton's controlling the race pace Max was getting like beside. Yeah, he almost passed him. Yeah, it was very pa- bizarre. It was, it was very, very bizarre. Because I don't know if it was just intimidation yeah, or just Lewis being like. Lewis is the one that dictates when they can go green. Right, right. I mean, he has to obviously, once you hit the line, then it's all games on. But... Right, right. But I don't know why they were getting side by side, why Max was doing that. I think but it was kind it was of intimidation. Weird. But why did Lewis choose that moment to then take off? It seemed like he let Max get to that point. It was too easy. I mean, he... I, I don't think there's any real better Def- point. Defense. There's no yeah. better. I mean, what are you going to do? If you take off at the hotel like he did, right? You have a few high speed corners that are downforce dependent that you you could be screwing the guy behind you if he's following. You know what I mean? If he goes green at the actual front stretch, well, then it's just a straight drag race where he's giving him toe and that's it. Right. So I can see why he took off then. You give him a bit of wake so he doesn't go through those corners too well. He's on the better tires, so you got to do something to keep him mm, out. Just throw him off. Right. Yeah. So they go through like, what is it? One, two, three four they're going down the hill coming up to turn five and max, max from way behind because he could on the soft tire as opposed to 30 lap hard tires takes the lead 
kind of did the same thing too, where he basically mm-hmm. goes to he the did. edge of the racetrack. But Max, uh, I mean Lewis, uh, seceded or Lewis you know, gave, gave up, up the spot, and now now they're weaving down the front stretch. And I was concerned with the weaving. I'm like, that's not legal. Don't be doing that, because <laughs> you're not supposed to weave. Was Max doing that? Oh yeah, yeah. He was like, woo, woo, and and Lewis is doing the same thing behind him, trying to. He's trying to break the toe. You know what I mean? So yeah, Max was trying to break the toe. Right. So then. But it didn't matter. Lewis did have the toe. Lewis did eventually. have the toe. They kind of get side by side in that chicane, but they don't. No and DRS. No DRS with huge. this restart. Yeah, that was huge. So with they, DRS, I think you would have blown right by him. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So, um, although I don't know because of the detection zone, I think the detection zone is before that hairpin, so it would have been probably Max having the DRS. You know what I mean? Anyway, we yeah I guess. come out of that chicane, dude. This part to me was like a movie like when they make the movie this is going to be one of the yeah. scenes where they're going down that back stretch and side lewis is catching they got within freaking inches of each other dude like it, it really like i was thinking movie time like oh yeah this is like, like a right now you know that they're going like this downshift sixth fourth gear <laughs> oh faster yeah you know it. i'm putting the hammer down yeah dude, a lot of three i guarantee you when they make the movie there's going to be three paddles i hope clutch. not no i hope <laughs> i hope whoever makes that movie shifting. smart enough to understand that that's not yeah. how it works Brockheimer, but it didn't. It didn't work. Max is still on his soft tires on the inside. Takes the lead. Almost worked, but it, I mean, it, it was a well. It was a very good effort by Hamilton to try to take it back. But what's he going to do? Here's the problem, too, though. Lewis was trying to take it back. Cause he's on the outside. Max was smart. Luke, Max was never going to give it to him on the outside. Just never was never, well, never going to happen. Was never going to give it to him on the inside. You're saying Max was always right. going to be tight. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, that, it was just never that. That was unfortunate. I was thinking for a second. Does, does Hamilton try to put it up the inside, even though it was like a closing door? I was honestly thinking like, is no, he wait, that you desperate? mean uh, from the outside after he? They're he's, going down that straightaway. Yeah, Max is, to the is hugging the left hand side, but I thought like. Could he put it within that one car width that's kind of off track? <laughs> I was thinking he was going yeah, to try I, it. I actually thought he was too because here's the reason why, but this is what's why he's a class act. He didn't get into desperation mode. Um, no, he tried on the outside. I mean, obviously, outside. now if, they, if he wrecked both of them, yep. we know who was going to win. Verstappen. Right, but right. I got to admit, I I was expecting a wreck. I was because I thought I'm Lewis really was, I thought Lewis yeah. was going to just try to shove it in there Yeah. because, correct me if I'm wrong, Assuming there's no penalty, let's just say Max is out of the race. Lewis is still able to limp it across. Yep. Maybe Lewis could have won, but he'd be winning as a my as my a worry. My worry with that is is that before the race weekend, the FIA did make it clear that they would be able to take away championship points for a wreck. for wrecks or All penalties. Right. They they made that apparent. They were like, "You guys wreck into each other, we can definitely take championship wow, points yeah. away from you." That's so, not really what Lewis. That's not his style anyway. It's not his style. No, he played it. He played hashtag it, peace. Sorry, he played it the <laughs> best that he could, being as clean of a racer that he is, and it didn't pay off. But I mean, he was screwed with the safety car. That's basically what it comes down to. I think he was screwed by Nicholas Latifi. I was about to say. So Nicholas Latifi obviously got driver of the day. He must have, <laughs> right? No, dude. He Latifi's probably getting death threats right now, dude. Yeah, people are crazy like. Well, that. okay, wait. Let's just talk about that. That's a whole side story. What the. F- was he doing because you know what he has to understand the consequences of his actions why yeah. was he even pushing it to throw it in the wall with a two, three laps left i don't think he was my theory is that when him and schumacher are racing side by side and he ended up like 50 50 grinding the curbs <laughs> he probably damaged the floor and it made the car upset going into that next series of corners 
and he lost it. Not to mention, Latifi isn't one of the Class A drivers on the grid anyway. Yeah. So if, just if kinda, somebody's going to lose it on old tires. But doesn't it kind of suck that like someone that doesn't matter ruined... Not Well, I guess it all depends on your perspective. In my opinion, I think it kind of ruined it, but... Here's what, here's what I think. I think it ruined... It an exciting end, but... <clears throat> it ruined the integrity yes, of, it's a good word of for Formula it, yeah. One. It didn't ruin necessarily a fan base. You right. know what I mean? I think it really hurt Formula One because this is probably what Michael Massey and the FAA never wanted to see. This was the worst case scenario for them. Where they had to basically decide they, who wins. They basically had to decide right? how do they how do they treat this situation? Holy hell, things are going to happen that are going to totally change the championship right now. And there's things we need to decide to keep this race either going or not going. And it, dude, imagine, imagine, imagine if they never went back to green. You know what all the Verstappen fans would be saying? Oh my God, the track was clear. They could have definitely gone back racing. I can't believe we never did. Hamilton got handed the championship. But the opposite happened. Well, and now the opposite argument is that, oh my God. Do you think so, though? Hold cars- on. Do you really think so? Because Lewis was way ahead. It, yep. it, and this is why I truly believe it was stolen. It wasn't a close race. So no. does Max even deserve the right to get the gift he got I mean, he didn't get a hand it to him. He still had to earn it there. Yep. But it was a gift to, to make up that 10-second gap. And that's why I think now, just as we're walking through this. What do you mean, what do you mean gift to make up the 10-second Oh, with the crash. With the crash. So what I'm saying, though, is that now that I'm thinking about this again and you're talking about it, yep. I think they should have ended it under, under yellow. No, I don't think so. Why? Because there was no race to be had. Lewis was up by yeah. 10 seconds with three laps left. There was no race, right? The race was, was over. But there was a clear racetrack. Was Latifi in the way? Was there any debris in the way on that last lap? No. So why didn't why not go racing, dude? I don't know. Just racing. One, it happens all the time. You watch racing, and I feel like ninety percent of the time that fucking tr- safety car goes around and around ten laps, and they don't need to. You never know. There's always marshals on track when you don't see. It's never always televised, you know. True. Here, all right. Here, here is my theory on whether or not this was a. Gift or wait, or what about this? What? Just leave the goddamn car there. Get the driver out and just keep going. Like the old days. Leave no, the fucking thing there. No. And just <laughs> There's a reason they're the old days. All right. There's been people who have died because of the old days. No, that's because cranes and stuff are hanging out. Well, there was a crane on track at one point. During well, look one. at like carting. We leave our carts there, right there in uh, the apex. Well, I, I take my best effort to grab the thing by the bumper and rip it away from the track. It's what you're supposed to do because we can. You don't need cranes with go-karts. That's true. You know? All right. Here, here is my theory on whether or not this race was gifted to Max Verstappen or not. If you argue, in my opinion, if you argue that this race was gifted to Max Verstappen, you need to look at Latifi and nothing else. Because here's what I think should have happened. When they decided under safety car that none of the lapped cars were going to be allowed to take their lap back, that was dumb. At that point, they should have done what they always do. And let them all through. And let them all through. Yeah, that right? was weird. And if they let them all through, right? If they let them all through, the result is still the same. You still have Max Verstappen on his soft tires in second place and Hamilton in front on his hard right, tires. Right, it doesn't change the ending. Is it what doesn't you're change the ending. Now, I've had people argue to me, well, you know, if they let all the lap cars through, they wouldn't have had time to go back to green and the race would have ended under yellow. But if they did, if they did let all the lap cars through when they were supposed to, when they made the decision not to, it wouldn't okay, have Okay, what about this? This is a stretch of a question, but why is it a virtual safety car? You have to maintain that gap between each car, right. but yet for a true yellow flag, 
with a, I mean, I'm sorry. So I'm talking about the difference between a virtual safety car and an actual safety car. Why is it you need to keep a gap for a virtual, but not a real? I think the reason that a real safety car has, I think, yeah, yeah. I think, I think the real reason that a a real safety car has always bunched up the field. You got to remember the virtual safety car is a new thing. It's only like three, four, five years old. Right. It, there's no such thing. There's never been such thing as a safety car before that, in my opinion, in my knowledge of motorsports. Well, wait, what? Yeah, why do they? I still don't. Right, so wait, is a virtual safety car then? Is there one tier below that when it's just a, fl- a waving yellow? Yeah. So what? Yep. Waving uh, yellows are don't don't overtake in this corner. Right. I mean, I know this, but why then have a virtual safety car? So that if there's like, a, you know, a friggin wing on the track. And it would only take one guy to walk over and pick it up. Right. They don't bring out the full. The irony car. is, though, in VSC, so 40% of 200 miles per hour is still uh, 80, like 80 miles an hour. Not about, yeah, well, you're say 100. Right? 120, probably. You know what I mean? Because it's only taken back 40%. Oh, 50% right. So 60%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my point still stands is that it's dangerous as hell for whoever's it's out It's still there. pretty dangerous, but it's still slower to allow, you know, that one. But, but anyway, so but, but my up. point is back to the original question. Sorry. Yes. I, so the, I think the reason that the safety car bunches the whole field up is that in the case where people are out there having to pick up cars or whatever else, everybody's going really slow, but they're also going all really slow together. So that creates time where there's going to be guaranteed no tracks near that corner, no cars near that corner, where these guys, if the whole field is here, then these guys over here with the crane or whatever else can really do their job without having to worry about, you know, sporadic cars going around. Okay, but then here's the other thing then. Why haven't hasn't this happened more often though where a teammate takes one for the team, literally, and just causes a wreck? Because uh, in 2009, this happened and it was a, Big, big, big problem. Really? I don't big know. What problem. happened? I, You know, correct me if Let me I'm wrong. Vettel? Was it Vettel? No, no, no. Correct me if I'm wrong, viewers, but I believe it was 2009. It was with Renault when yeah. um, Fernando Alonso was in the team and his, what was his, uh, I can't remember his teammate, the guy who did it. Basically, it was at Singapore and it would be, in the time of the race, it was like halfway through the race or whatever it was, three quarters of the way through the race. It would have been very, very advantageous if a safety car came out for Alonso because Alonso was in the lead, but he was going to lose it. Right. Well, this you could argue this happens in every race. I mean, it'd be advantageous for someone for a safety car. Right. But his teammate was given the order to wreck his car. Oh, you mean literally there was evidence of this? To bring out the safety car. Yeah, but couldn't they just hold on? They could code it, even do it in it today. Plan Z. Yes, they could, but they figured it out. They did it in NASCAR, dude. But here's the point I'm trying to make is they already won the Manufacturer's Championship this year. They could have had Botas just wreck, you know? No, you can't. Why not? Because of the example I'm talking about, Well, I understand, but... There were fines, there were penalties, and suspensions. Oh, yeah? Well, then why was uh, Sergio's uh, car taken in for inspection? Or I'm sorry, no. Why was Sergio's car in this race retired? Oh, I don't know. I never read up on that. Dun, dun, dun. But that didn't affect anything. If what, he what cheated, if, I don't know. What, what 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 is going on? Why? If he cheated, it still has to get looked at at the end of the race. They can't just start taking his it apart. This is not the winning car. So? I don't know. It's just weird. Why do you retire a car that you're not going to use next season? I don't know. Personally, I don't know. Very I, odd. I, I didn't read into it. And no one has said anything about it. I just remember um, that day. In the Discord, one, one person's theory was that... Um, they may have seen a problem, and they didn't want to cause any more problems with yellow flags or safety cars if his uh, car did break down. Maybe. You know what I mean? 
Because yeah. then once again, advantage not to Verstappen. There was a few other lucky, uh, unlucky situations. Didn't Lando experience uh, gearbox trans uh, tr- uh, troubles that race too? I oh, think? Uh, um, a puncture. He had to come in and retire oh, it was a because of, uh, no, he didn't retire, but he had to come in and get a pit stop because of a puncture. Yeah, it wasn't evident. It wasn't a blow up, but they just yeah. saw it on the data and were like, "You got to come in." Hmm. So there was that. Yep. Um, Carlos Sainz, out of nowhere, third gets, place. Gets yeah, third place. Yeah, you know this season's been a lot of that. Yuki Sonoda, fourth place. I know that's amazing. Yeah. It's incredible. I think uh, so. Yeah, let's run through the. Uh, we obviously know Max won, but uh, obviously yes. Mercedes. Max wins the championship. Red Mercedes Bull goes wins insane. manufacturers. Red Bull is second. Third yep. is Ferrari. Yep. Fourth is McLaren. Yep. But and it was a long gap too. McLaren disappointed me. They had that streak. They looked like they were going to do something, but Ferrari just sneakily, pretty much Very took sneakily. it yep. easily. Yep. Um, and I couldn't really, honestly, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Do you think it's just the driving? Do, like, is Daniel Ricciardo, has he slipped that much? He's so inconsistent. It's, I don't know. It's still a mystery to me. I can't figure the guy out. I can't figure I wanna it out. I want to love him. He's never been a slouch in the car in any any team he's been in. You know what but I mean? This, yeah, he's, but this year has been And different. last year when he was with Renault. Yeah, even last year when he was with Renault, he, he spanked Ocon. And dude, now Alpine or however you say it, they're doing well. Yeah. Were they fifth in the championship? Yes, they were. Did they beat Alpha Tori? I believe so. Okay. I'm almost positive. Um, I mean, Fernando Alonso had a good season. Yep. That car just looks pretty fast. I mean, it's... Yeah, yeah. And who knows what any of this even means for next year with the regulation changes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man, it's going to be... It's going to be... This is weird. It's almost like a hangover, like a Super Bowl hangover. It's going to be tough for Formula One to uh, follow this season up. Yeah, definitely for like box office Hollywood type figures yeah. of, of just entertainment. Yeah, this... Definitely, this might um, be like a uh, too fast, too furious, you know, where it's uh, or no, I'm sorry, it was Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. Went, yeah. Oh, in your opinion, uh, I like yeah. Tokyo Drift. Speaking, of, they just had the Red Bull car flash by, but oh, okay. um, yeah, um, I don't know. So that's, that's, that's that was the 2021 season. That's the 2021 season. 20, was 22 races was the final amount. Yeah, they missed one. Why? Which one was the one they missed? I don't remember. Montreal. Uh, yeah, it might have been. Might have been. Yeah, that was the one Oddly that was canceled. Enough, yeah, what's no, going? but they replaced it with Turkey. So that was a race. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty... Was it Japan? Because Japan's usually in the end of the year, oh. towards the end of the year. They never no, went. I thought they held that race, and everyone was wondering how they did it and why, because they didn't... No, do you hold... remember a Suzuka race this year? I don't. No. And usually that race is on at like 1 a.m. I would have definitely... Oh, no, that was the argument. Yeah, I was saying we were... I think all of us were saying they had some big sporting event. Was it the Olympics or something? Yeah, they had the Olympics, but they can't have a Formula One race. That was it, remember? Oh, that you might be right. I think that was the argument. Yeah, I think you Some are of right. the stuff hasn't made any sense. It's all about money. I mean, let's face it. Who the hell knows? This is a Formula no. One podcast, not necessarily a uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> pandemic know. podcast. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, d- 2021 as a Formula One season, definitely the craziest season I've watched. Definitely the most entertaining. My, I mean, these... A lot of people are saying that this whole season is a farce because of all the things that have happened in the last few races. But you have to remember, it was really only like the last few races that were as nutty and crazy and penalty like, you know, ridden. It was yeah, the yeah. rest of the season, dude, phenomenal. If you didn't really care about the penalties and bullshit in the right, last few close. races, phenomenal. This is definitely the best season of Formula One I've ever watched. And there's people who are decades older than me that say that it is the best season they've ever watched. So it's it's potentially the best formula one season don't ever. you think formula one has a fan base where there's just people that are never going to be happy it seems oh, yeah. that way it seems yeah. that way 
you know, like the Jeremy Clarksons of the world and those guys that are always uh, Formula people, One sucks. Yeah, the, the people who are never happy are usually of the older generation who have like, you know, a golden heyday of what they loved when they were kids. Well, and nothing, nothing that ever comes after what they loved will be better. It doesn't matter. They I could kind re- of fall in that category, sadly, at sometimes. I mean, like, couldn't you, you know, the sounds of the V10, I, V8, V12. And- I currently fall in that category with NASCAR. I used to yeah, be a huge me NASCAR too. I can't fan. do it now. I don't watch it anymore. I mean, when Jeff Gordon retired, my favorite driver, I stopped watching, so I kind of revealed to myself I'm more I don't think I could get back into it now. I, I just think it's it's a time in my life. It's just I've moved on. I like to turn right as well, you know? I mean, yeah, so I, I in the same way, I became more appreciative of road racing. I used to think it was stupid. I didn't care about road racing at all. And then once I got into it and I racing, I'm like, this has some real substance to it. <laughs> For some reason, I didn't think it was like as cool as oval racing. Because well, um, there's not, not the bumping and grinding. It's not the bumping and grinding. It's not the close pack racing. Um, but Jesus well, let's Christ. face it too, Hollywood and everything with um, Days of Thunder and stuff. I mean, NASCAR was on top of the world. It was and. Um, I, I don't even going to go down this this path. But, yeah, I mean, NASCAR has just taken a shit on itself over the last... Well, because it became so hokey with the yeah, friggin' it's playoff like, it's, system and the... And Monster... Was it Monster took over Monster for a bit? Then now... There, I don't even know what it is now. No, it's not anything, dude. There is no... Oh, uh, there's no sponsor? There is no main sponsor. Wow. Like, they really are kind of... They're trying new things next year with the new car. I don't know if you've paid attention at all. They look amazing, yeah. They look and more cool. road courses they've been more adding. More road courses than ever. Yeah, um, they even went to Coda this year, but it was a rainy mess, and those cars don't do so well. I, you know what's funny, though? The drivers are re- they're talented. They're great drivers. Yep. Um, same way with IndyCar. It's like, you know, people are like, oh, they don't have the personality of, like, Formula One and stuff, but they're damn good drivers. They you are. Know, NASCAR drivers. Well, dude, I mean, oval racing is such an art compared to any other type of racing. Like, it really is. You cannot take a road course racing guy, put him into NASCAR. Right, but you can do the opposite. Success. Potentially, right. you can. I mean, I've seen it's it fail both. I've seen it fail both ways. Kimi Raikkonen. Kimi Raikkonen did two NASCAR races. I remember that. I heard that he did okay. That's the thing. He never really Where, had a chance. Who did he? Ra- I don't ever uh, I've heard truck it, but... truck series. One truck series race and one one of the. Well, he was he wasn't races. he a rally guy. He did rally for a few yeah, years. Yeah, he's crazy. He retired in 2009 from Formula One, right? Did two years back. of rally and came back. Yeah. Yep. What a guy. Um, but also, if you look at Jimmy Johnson, one of the best NASCAR drivers ever, did IndyCar this year and didn't do anything good. He just sucked. So it's not necessarily true that oval guys can go into road racing and kill. And it's not necessarily true that road well, racing guys can come out of oval. I think, and kill. yeah, IndyCars, that's tough. A lot tougher than like somebody going into GT3 or GT. Well, duh, yeah. I mean, GT3 is made for old men who can't drive too well. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I'm sorry if everybody just got offended by that. Well, but that's it's for kind people. Of what, a lot of <laughs> traction control and ABS and BOP and all that kind of stuff. I yeah. Cars that the street versions have more horsepower than the race cars, and it's mm. sad because GTE was the uh, hail the the I know kind of the holy grail because it didn't it's have ABS away. and all, and it's going away. I know. But now GTD. What's the difference? What are so they... there's going to be GTD and GTD Pro, same cars. Right. The only difference is that the Pro side has to have Pro drivers, while the GTD regular right. can okay. have amateur or a mix of amateur and yeah. Pro. That's the only difference. You know what though? They have the best sounding engines though. GT3, GTD, GT, whatever you want to call it. Nah. I mean, what? What well, compared against what? You're going to say an Indy car sounds better? Or, um, well, NASCAR, I guess, maybe sounds NASCAR best. NASCAR sounds pretty cool still. They're going to sound a little bit different next year, too, with the new car. Yeah, but Formula One um, sounds like, they do sound like I garbage. think the... I, I thought I liked them, but honestly, once you hear even IndyCar, IndyCar sounds way better. 
the Porsche RSR GTE oh, car. Sounds amazing. Yeah. That, and you know what I love, though, is that they've interviewed some of these people that are, you know, because they're supposedly trying to go EVs by, I think in Europe it's like 2035, and Porsche's come out right and been like, no, we're going to keep yeah. making the flat <laughs> six forever. And yep. and Lamborghini and Ferrari have come out and said, oh, oh we're making the V12s forever. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Well, even uh, Formula One, they have this big push now that they're going to try to be fully sustainable by 2025 yeah, or 26. Dude, they're going to do renewable energy. You're not going to see an EV Formula One car at least for not 20 the next, years, 10 yeah. to 20 years. Even if, even if they go that route, because their goal is to make a fully sustainable fuel and everything Good. in 2025. That's been my argument this the, whole way. You can make uh, ice or you know combustion engines efficient and or self-sufficient. Uh, you know what I mean? Where you're... Net zero? I don't even know how they calculate you, you this can't, stuff, but technically net net zero is impossible. <laughs> if you, it's, no, it's not. You know what they do at the end of the season? The the, the uh, ten slowest drivers kill them, <laughs> <laughs> and then now you've eliminated dude, so much. Oh my god, dude! Oh my god! Can you imagine being like I don't know, Sonoda's I, race engineer? <laughs> it's one lap to go. You need a point, and you're in eleventh place to. Save your life. Sorry, and you're like you've ex- uh, Yuki. Uh, Yuki. You've expelled more than uh, your Yuki, you, CO2 you gotta, for the you year. You gotta push. You gotta, you gotta push right now, right now, or you're dead. <laughs> I've been watching too much. Uh, whatever that stupid show. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Imagine you imagine uh, just crossing the line, dude. I would like in the car try to find the closest wall opening and just use an exit road to leave the arena and be like, I'm not getting killed, dude. Red light, green light would be so fun in Formula One, though. Like you know, there's oh man. Yeah, I don't Charlie, know. you have a weird mind, yeah. dude. <laughs> I don't even know how we got into this. Um, shit, man. Well, now we can focus on um, <laughs> ninth, tenth, eleventh. Bow, <laughs> dude. NASCAR would like that. Imagine if all the fans in NASCAR could bring their rifles and stuff, and they just start shooting at drivers like at the end, like hell like, yeah. <laughs> they're all just drinking and stuff, like trying to shoot out the tires. <laughs> Kyle Busch, bam. <laughs> Oh, maybe you put like uh, you put pellets in there instead of bullets or something. Maybe rubber belt bullets, uh, like the shooting. Tuscan Raiders in Star Wars. Oh, the do. pod race where the guys yeah, are shooting the pods. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God, Charlie. I mean, dude, so many ideas. Uh, That's how you make NASCAR interesting again. I'd watch that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that would hurt uh, like hell in a cart, though, wouldn't it? All exposed, even a paintball. Paintballs would hurt. Actually, that would be fun, dude. Paint like paintballing while go-karting. I mean, I'm sure somebody's done it. Just seems like it'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Trying to avoid it. Yeah. I'm, not big, I'm not the biggest paintball fan. I don't know I've never done it. Never done it? No, I want to. Yeah. I've never paintballed ever because I heard it kind of sucks unless you have uh, you own your own stuff. If you pay and go rent, you know, you, you sh- sure. like I could shoot you from here and because it's a shitty rental, it's going to go like over there. That's what I hear. Yeah, they're probably not as accurate as shit you can buy and maintain on your own just like when you go rental karting. That's true. You know? They're shit. Yeah. Um, but I've been and like, the thing is, is like the paintballs, they're, they're all made with a paint that mixes with fish oil. Okay. You, oh, see, you, you come out, you come away from playing paintball just smelling like fish and it mm. sucks. I hated it every time I've tried it. It's weird. And like every time I've played paintball, I've gone with a buddy and done uh, speedball. Speedball is the one where it's like you, you're in that little battlefield with all the inflated Dorito looking things. Yeah, yeah. And like, dude. It you, sounds you, awesome. If you're not good. Right, which I am not. Right, I'm a total rookie. Green. I, I had no idea what I was doing. Halo skills don't you, kick you, in. You like 
like it's like ready go and then you already turn your gun and just go while you're you know running to your your thing and, and then like dude if you're you up. if you're if you're in the dorito at least my experience if you're hiding behind the the, the plushy thing as soon as you go all right is there somebody Bow! oh it's just shit you just hit you know you you don't even get a right chance to look yeah. You know, I've gotten hit in the top of the head. That hurts. There was no protection. Just well, ping off the top of my. Yes, yeah, so you want to wear like a skully cap or something. You know, like I don't know. They give you the face mask so you don't get like forehead or down, but like forehead or above. If the top of your head's exposed, you're gonna get hit. How did this turn into a paintball podcast? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just well, we, well, we got to uh... keep ourselves entertained for the next several months. Yeah. Well, we got sim racing. And there yeah. Are well, and Formula One is yes. now in a real simulator. Yes, the biggest story. In the last few weeks in sim racing, I'm so that, excited. I haven't even bought it yet. You need to try it. You. I are, told you, I'm afraid. Uh, I'm afraid that I'm going to drive it and hate it. <laughs> you're not going to hate it. No, I know. You're not going to. Is it going to drive any better or worse anyway, than the F3? Let's let's highlight what has happened. So Mercedes, and it was Mercedes. Mercedes teamed up with iRacing yeah. to put their 2021 car, this year's car, into iRacing, and have guaranteed. That next year's car Some is amazing. also going to go into iRacing. And, dude, you can tell that this car was made to the utmost authenticity because it's fast as shit. it is fast as shit. People who are really good, yeah, they might be doing faster times in the real-life stuff. Not by much. It really? really is real close to so the they did time them? They're pretty close? Anytime I watch a YouTube video, there's plenty of guys that do YouTube videos comparing the iRacing to real life. I've yeah, I kind of float it's, over those. It's videos. always like within half a second. Dude. Really? Yeah, it's always wow. super close. And that's interesting because you said the IndyCar way broken. IndyCar is broken. I, How? That's what's so bizarre to me. IndyCar is an know. American pastime. Well, because of, you know. I bet you Delara didn't approach iRacing and tried as hard as they could to make that car as realistic, or they didn't try as much as Mercedes. So yeah, let's talk about going. Let's just dial back a sec, real quick. Yep. So Mercedes going to iRacing is a indication to me that they see real value in it. Well, yeah, the story right? was is that when 2020 hit and the, and right. the pandemic hit, there was. Did you listen to that podcast? I, I did. Said? Yeah, okay. that's where I'm stealing so, kind of comments. Right. From well, basically, um, the iRacing Downshift podcast, I think, is what it's called. Yeah. They had James Valzon, who is the guy who goes Valtteri. It's James. Anytime James has, right. I mean, uh, Valtteri has to. Let Hamilton through. <laughs> but um, they had him talking to the iRacing guys in the podcast, and they said, you know, when the pandemic hit and nobody was actually racing in reality, we looked at esports and saw the potential of it. And we were like, where can we implement something into esports? Which is where they turned to iRacing, because iRacing killed it during the pandemic with the esports racing yeah. stuff. So it was natural for them to approach them. It must have been an amazing call for iRacing to receive. Like, you're James who? Val. That James Vows, that's you? What do you want? You want to put our car, your car, in the in the sim? Uh, let us think about that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's so true. And um, I used to shit on iRacing, remember? You used to shit on it a lot. And then um, started karting more, and I started... Uh, then when I go back and forth between them, iRacing, despite the... the Like, the graphics aren't as good. The sound's not as good. The force feedback's not as good. But the cars pretty much drive like a car like a race car of that whatever it is you're driving yeah i mean where everything else to me you know what so i think they who was it that was i was listening to another podcast they were describing it where when you drive in acc or any of the others it feels you can tell all you're doing is driving uh basically a math equation so when you're going over different things yeah. and you're going through a turn making corrections you feel like you're a passenger where in iRacing 
you feel a little bit more like you're actually driving on a tire. You feel like you can yep. make mid-corner adjustments, which you can, which are realistic. That's real driving. And it's just way more realistic. Yeah. Not only that, but the turning, almost like the steering ratio feels one-to-one, like in real life, like you know how much you need, how much yep. lock you need to give it. Yep. When you drive some of these other, all the cars feel very pointy. Like they shouldn't. I mean, I know an Indy car is pointy, meaning like you don't need to steer much. It's throttle and brake. Yeah, yeah. But like a GT3 car is not pointy. And those are more. I wouldn't think so. Well, that's one of the things iRacing fixed, I think, last year with the GT3 cars because the GT3 cars used to be pointy. It used Did to be they? like a go-kart where you like you kind of just like, and all of a sudden you're rotating. Now the GT3s really need a lot of steering lock. Interesting. To yeah, I didn't, I didn't really drive them. They drive great now. Yeah, they're cool. Um, a lot, you know, cool. AMS2 comments that it's the differential. They're trying to figure that out. They claim it's the rear diff. And that's what's causing it to over. Did you try any of the any AMS yeah, two recently? Yeah, you know, I tried it quickly, and you know what's funny? I uh, you just jumped on here before we started, and you were commenting about the cr- like high force feedback stuff, which I, I like at this point. But if you were to try it on on AMS two or whatever, it's high and heavy, but f- insane, crazy. Like it's like mm. I'm, oh my god, it's all craziness. Like I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And you know me, I get frustrated. Did you try the cart 1998 cars? 1998? Yeah, they just came out with indie cars from 98 on AMS2. Oh, no, I haven't. Ooh. I've downloaded though. I haven't they're, tried they're it. They're fun. Are they? You had to have bought the Racing USA pack. I don't know if you did that. I think so. Okay, so you probably have them. They're so. real, real fun. Really? It's actually a good time. Yeah. yeah. No, I believe they're fun. I just, you know, maybe it's all bullshit marketing, which it could be. But when I drive iRacing... It, it feels like my brain's like, yeah, this is real. To me... You know, girlfriend me, might come in and be like, babe, this is real racing here. Can you... To me, when I when I go on iRacing and I go into a practice session, I feel like I'm showing up to the virtual track, driving yeah. the virtual car. Right. When I show I up to a lobby in ACC or AMS2, whatever, I feel like I'm driving some it's a game. video game. It's a game. You a fun I mean? game, maybe. And the, I know there's people losing their shit right now because they claim that iRacing sucks and it's not worth it and the physics are garbage. Have you tried it in the last six months? That's all I would ask. Because right, because then really... you'll be like me. I hated it. Remember I told yep. you that? It was undrivable. I remember last year, and I haven't even done one with the guys on there yet. Uh, remember I'd quit out? Remember I literally yeah. couldn't drive? Yep. I was like, I'd be like, I'd be lapsed back. Because yep. I don't know what was going on. Maybe it didn't sync up with the Fanatec. Who knows? Yep. But now it's like, it's great. Now it's good. And I got to say, dude, I drove the Mercedes yesterday. It is their best car. Hands down, in my opinion. Well, I jumped in the be- car yesterday at Silverstone, right? It's the first week, and this is where they're racing, right? Oh, so sick. I jumped into the car with the intention of just driving for a while, and I got I was having so much fun driving it and getting so comfy with it that I did an entire, basically, race simulation. And a race is 45 minutes mean, or so. What do you mean a race simulation? I did 29 did you- laps in a row, just driving wow. like I was All in a race. All by yourself in a test session? I was in a practice session. There weren't any, many people, but I was mostly by but myself are they, running. They're simulating. Playing, playing with the different ERS settings, trying to understand it better. I even came in for a pit stop, changed on to the softs to see what they handled like halfway through a run. And, Is there a difference? Oh, yeah. Oh, they did a beautiful you job. you can drain your battery and all that? Yep. Yep. They did a beautiful job with wow. the different tire compounds and how they feel and how Man. they last. Because soft tires, I, at Silverstone, it was like almost dusk and the tires lasted quite a long time. I did a race at Watkins Glen and went on the soft tires, and the soft tires lasted five laps, and then it was already down to like 20%. But tread. that's pretty realist, yeah. realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, that's a rough track. I don't know yep. about the... I've done the... Oh, by the way, the uh, new or the new uh, laser scan of uh, Watkins yeah, Glen awesome. is awesome. Yeah, it's a little, yeah. I think, more challenging. There, there's uh, more texture. There's a huge bump at the end of the straight I think the bus stop the right-hander. Is, uh, the bus stop isn't as straightforward anymore. They added a lot of curb, like a massive amount of curb, 
But when you try to abuse all that curb, it seems it like punishes it, it, it you. can punish you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, you know what is tricky about that track is there's a fine line between the, the curbing and grass. Yeah. And that is one thing, but it's pretty realistic. If you touch the grass in iRacing, you are instantly, a, you are past. Oh, yeah. You got to watch out. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, watch I, out. no sim has uh, been able to simulate going over grass. So just don't touch anything. Yeah. They're all pretty. Uh, the same. I got to say probably nice. iRacing is, is one of the more punishing ones. No sim has ever really simulated gravel to me correctly because you can't get stuck. And yet, in reality, if you go into the gravel, everybody gets stuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, I, mean? I agree, right. So, uh, well, wait, where... Um, you know what's so funny now? What tracks are left with gravel? Like, Suzuka will have some. Yeah, um, I don't even remember where it's... I think Silverstone still has some on the way outside of tracks. Seems like everybody now uses just that fuzzy Paul Ricard or whatever stuff, you know? Well, they use asphalt or... Yeah. Um, yeah or just, just big s- curbs that wreck the underside. I know. that. Do- I don't understand the curbs thing. You know what? I was really... When they were racing around Qatar and when they abused the curbs there, how it actually like cut tires and destroyed the car yeah. without, without launching, mm-hmm. I was like, perfect. Yes, so wait then. At Monza and other tracks, get rid of those sausage curbs. Get rid of the sausage. Because then you're not going to have Lewis Hamilton with a weird right. haircut. You and know? use the same curb design that Qatar has. Right. That was brilliant. I was like, that's beautiful. And they actually did implement it at Abu Dhabi. And, and Pirelli kind of threw up a concern like, wait a minute. We had t- tire failures at Qatar. Why are we using the same curbs? And it's like, well... Tire failures were caused by abusing the curbs too much. Tire failures going, are, going are a tricky subject, though, because they do impose a lot of danger, though, to the driver and the fans. I mean, the tethers don't always work. Um, tires can go flying. They've and, been they've been working pretty good lately. Sure. But the last time a tire was lost was, I think, last... This season. This season, there was a tire lost, I'm when? pretty sure. Oh, somebody listening. Uh, God. So I know, I know at Austria, Kimi Raikkonen lost a rear tire. But I don't remember if that was this year or last year. Yeah, I might be confusing. I might have watched it this year on Netflix from last year. Does oh, that make okay. sense? Yeah, I yeah. think it was last year. And was it? It might have been at. Um, wasn't Spa? Was it like Turn One? No, it was Austria, the last corner. He's coming down the hill and lost it. Oh, right. you're right. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But oh, most most of the times the tethers do work because fans have been killed by tires. Yeah, in the past. In yeah. The past. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of exciting stuff to talk about. Oh, the banquet's coming up. Oh, yeah, the NHK Which I've got bad news up. on that. What's up? Uh, I'm not going to be able to make it. Why I've, not? I'm going to be in North Conway for my uh, doing a, like a one-year anniversary type thing. And uh, I already made these plans a while uh, ago. So okay. I was bummed when I saw it. Okay. I was like, really? It's got to be like, what are the fucking okay. odds? Okay. Yeah, and I can't get out All of it. I'm right. spending a lot of money. Fine. <laughs> I wanted to Save do a podcast, some, uh, though. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I you can get a fill-in. I could get a fill-in, yeah. We'll see There's going to uh, be a whole gang of uh, drivers there with a lot more uh, insight than I have. Yeah. Yeah, I could, but you're in, I love your insight. No, nah, I know. <laughs> uh, your insight's so entertaining. Yeah. I think we should have paintballs. Yeah. <laughs> Kill them all. <laughs> no, you're going to have to uh, rename it something different that day. It'll have to be like... Nah, it'll still be Formula Hooligan. That's true. That's that's what they all are. They're all hooligans. Right here. Oh yeah, forever hooligan. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thanks, Ken Repke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, <laughs> where did I? Go? I was actually trying to remember where I got that from. Who was that guy? Mm. All right, I where, think we gotta we gotta wrap it yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, we're, yeah, we started just getting off here, but uh, all right. Well, yes, a crazy so, season. Kind of glad it's over. We get to take a breather, but looking forward to next year, and uh, looking forward to next year of karting too. See Absolutely. what the banquet's going to reveal with uh, rule changes and whatnot. Yeah. 
All right, so that might be uh, the next. Uh, this might be the last one of the year. Probably yeah. pretty busy towards the end of that's December, true. So. Yeah, the next maybe the first one of the year will be the banquet. Maybe so. And then I'll maybe follow so. up after that. Maybe I'll so. tune in. Virt- no, you know what we'll have to do? We'll have to like tune me in from North Conway. Yeah, That'd yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get you on Discord. I'll, I'll be just doing all my phone, uh, like, hey, look, it's Charlie. Yeah, I'll gooey romantic stuff up there, and you can just. I don't yeah, know. I can better not tune in at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, why are you sweating? <laughs> Need some water? Why are you out of breath? <laughs> oh, man. Anywho. All right. So I am. That's uh, a wrap. I'm Alex. I'm Charlie. And this is Formula Hooligan episode 14 or 13. I don't remember, but. Uh, 14. All right. We'll see if Charlie's yep. right. See you <laughs> next time. Adios. Later. Not bad. It's 14, I think.